The power of life and death is in the tongue. Those who love it will eat its fruit. I'm telling you right now, it can be very tempting in the moment when you're upset, you are vexed, and you all you want to do is just let it all out. You want to blurt it all out. You want to vent. You want to say what you have to say. I know I get like that once in a good while. And that doesn't happen too often because I know the truth a lot of times. And it is really me operating in what I like to call lazy faith. And lazy faith is when you put yourself in a predicament where you know the truth, but because you're upset, you're choosing the lies. And yes, we do that often. And it's, it's, that's really truly betrayal. Betrayal at its best. And a lot of times we don't recognize the fact that what you said in that moment really just messed you up big time. And who knows how long you've messed yourself up for. And it's really up to you how messed up you can stay with what you just said. Um, one thing I've learned about God is that he has given us everything that we need from the day we were born. It's all down in us. The power... The authority, the will, it, it, it's in us and we have to just work that thing out. We have to work it out to the point where we can walk in it. And when I say walk in it, I mean walk in it on a daily basis. It's something that you have to walk out every single day on, a, on the daily. I've learned that <laughs> a lot of times when you are seeing things falling apart, it's because you're falling apart on the inside. It's the choices that you're making internally that's causing the chaos externally. And Proverbs 18.21 is one of my favorite scriptures for situations such as these, like I just said, because the power of life and death is in the tongue. Those who love it will eat its fruit. So you, what you say is so important because what you're saying is really what you're thinking and it's what's in your heart. And... Situations have a way of drawing things out of our hearts, right? Proverbs 27 also tells us, As water reflects the face, so one's life reflects the heart. Whatever is in your heart, it's going to come out one way or another. So, what are you feeding your mind? What are you feeding your heart? What is coming out of your mouth, right? This is important, and it really dictates your life. Proverbs chapter 4 also tells us that your thoughts dictate your life. So be careful what you think. And I want to quickly go there because you, you have to understand the power that you possess. Um, Proverbs Proverbs 4.23 says, above all else, guard your heart. Everything you do flows from it. Another version says, watch your thoughts because it governs your life. And then the following verse, verse 25 says, let your eyes, no, verse 24, it says, keep your mouth free of perversity. Keep corrupt talk far from your lips. That's even to yourself. That's even what you're saying to yourself up here, which is far more important than what's coming out out here. Because whatever's coming out of your mouth is really what's going on up here. 
as much as we consistently allow the negative thoughts to flood our minds, is as consistent as we have to be with filling our minds and filtering our thoughts and making sure that the thoughts that we're thinking is things that are pure, lovely, admirable, praiseworthy. These are the things that can keep us in the right place. I hear people all the time talking about my mental health took a downward spiral and things like that. And I completely understand them because I've been there. I've, I've, the battlefield is truly in the mind. I've battled in my mind. I can't tell you how many times and how many times Jesus rescued me in those moments. But what, what really, what Jesus, Jesus was able to rescue me because I went back to the truth. And this, the truth is in the word. It's in the scripture. And I make it my business every single day to go into scripture every day. Go into scripture. That's how I start my day. Because I know if I don't start my day with scripture, I'm not starting my day with God. John chapter 1 verse 1 says, In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. The Word was God. So He is the Word. If I wake up in the morning and I don't start my day with the Word, I'm not starting my day with God. And so I know I'm going to have a great day. When I dive into scripture and I talk to God first and then I start my day. Because truly, when I start my day in the scripture, it's, re it's really me saying, God, I know you're the shepherd and you're guiding me. And if you're guiding me, then I lack nothing. I have all that I need. And so I'm here to remind somebody, you've probably heard it a million times before and you need to hear it a million times again. Because we really do forget in the moments I know I do. When the moment comes and it hits you, and it hits you hard, and it hits you differently each time, sometimes the first thought that comes into your mind isn't, oh my gosh, let me go read what Proverbs 4.23 says, above all else guard your heart. No, you actually don't do that. And I've been serving the Lord. I grew up in a God-fearing home. My mother was a prayer warrior. My father was a preacher of the word. I, I was around powerful and anointed individuals. And I'm telling you right now, as, as one who grew up in that and, and walking that path for myself now in adulthood, I'm telling you, I forget when the moments come. And that's why the consistency of it is so important, right? Because you eventually get to that place where... That's all, that is the only option that you lean and rely on and depend upon when trouble hits. You will think of scripture. You will think of God. You will think of what he did before and that he will do it again. You'll think of his goodness and say, this is nothing. God has brought me through worse. But I'm telling you, without that, with the inconsistency, you have enemies encamped around you. You have enemies trying to infiltrate your camp slowly but surely because of your inconsistency. And this is a lesson I've been learning and over and over again I continue to learn it. No shame in my game. I'm ready to continue to learn it. Stay humbled. Don't be upset when you're taking the same test over and over again. God knows what you need, and he knows the pace that you need to move in. But you have to want to. You have to have the willpower. You have to say, God, I'm willing. If you are willing, he's going to take you there. But it is something that you have to show. That willingness has to be on a daily. Because that, that willingness is you surrendering and saying, God, just have your way. God, do it the way you see fit best. He knows all of you. He knows your thoughts. He knows your personality, so he knows what you need, how you need it, and we have to trust that. And so I have found myself in a very humbling time right now because I've been going through so many tests, and 
the test came in the form of what was coming out of my mouth. What was I saying? What did I say when I didn't get what I thought I would get? And God already knew what was in my heart. So he allowed me to go through situations that would only show me, me. I had to see me for me and be like, wow, that was all there. And this whole time I thought that I believed wholeheartedly and I was trusting wholeheartedly. And you never really know what's there until things go wrong. What if God doesn't do it? What if he doesn't do it the way you thought he would? What if he said that he was going to do it and then you thought because he said he was going to do it, it was going to happen a certain way and it doesn't? What are you going to do? Are you going to get upset? Are you going to stop believing? Are you going to give up? What are you going to do? And I found myself in that situation. I found myself in the situation where I was just happy, praising, worshiping, trusting as long as I knew it would happen the way I thought it would happen. And then boom, the day came and went and it didn't happen. And what happened? I, I began to vent. I was upset. And I said things I didn't mean. I didn't mean any of those things that I said. But I said it anyways in my anger, right? The Bible says you can be angry but do not sin in your anger. And I did sin because I said things that were there, but that what it had nothing to do with who I truly am and what I truly believed. But I allowed the thoughts in that moment to say, wow, you see, he really didn't keep his word, did he? And you know what? Numbers 23, 19 says, for God is not a man that he should lie, nor a human being to change his mind. Does he promise and not fulfill? Does he, does he speak and not act? Does he promise and not fulfill? You will remember, all the scriptures will come in that moment. But why, why is it that you still lean on the lie? And it feels right. I'm telling you, when you start speaking that lie in the moment, it just feels like it's, it's the truth. Because you're like, he didn't do it. Why didn't he do it, God? You hurt me. You didn't do it. And it just feels like what you're saying is true and it's not. It's only when the moment passes you're like, wow. Like... All I needed to do in that moment of, of me feeling what I felt was humble myself before God and pray. Because things will never go. God will never do things the way you think. He will always far exceed what you could think or imagine. And what he promises you will always be beyond your wildest imagination. But it always happens when you least expect it. It always happens in a way where you would have never thought it would happen that way. God never ceases to amaze me. And he just really wants us to learn to be content in all circumstances. Because he's got you and you got to know that. And you got to know that you know that even when it doesn't happen or even if it never happens that you still are content. Because he's God and he knows best. And so I am totally <laughs> and utterly humbled. Uh... Because I'm learning so much more about God's character and who he is. And I'm learning that you have to be quick to listen and slow to speak. Because your words can be the ultimate betrayal of your situation. It's not the devil. Please stop saying that it was a demon that came in. No, it wasn't a demon. Because he's the devil. Satan is not omniscient, omnipotent, omnipresent. Only God is. So trust me, honey, he wasn't there. It was it was what you said. You chose those words and it's okay because it was there and it had to come out somehow, some way. And because it came out, now you know that it's there and you know that it is an issue and you can give it to God. What are you going to do? You're going to feel condemned and say, dang, I shouldn't have said that. God, I lost my temper. I went back to God and I asked God for forgiveness because I knew it was wrong. 
But I didn't stay and wallow in it to the point of condemnation. Because I knew condemnation will eventually come if I stay there. But no, God dusted me off. He said, my love for you doesn't change. I still love you. And I'm still here. I never left. And I started just feeling like, oh God, I feel so far from you and things like that. And the Lord was like, these are just feelings. I'm not in your feelings. Your feelings have nothing to do with God. Put them aside. By all means, don't get me wrong. You can feel God in your feelings. But what I'm really truly saying is don't let that be. Don't let your feelings dictate or make you think you know what God is saying. And I have, I've, I've, I have, to, that is the biggest lesson I had to learn in 2023 that God is not moved by our, by our emotions, nor does He lead us by our emotions. Being led by the Spirit has nothing to do with your emotions. Being led by the Spirit is being led by wisdom. And wisdom goes against all odds. And so, don't let your words be your ultimate betrayal. Be slow to speak, quick to listen, and you will be tested. The tests must come. It is the only way to be better. It is the only way to be stronger. It is the only way to be wiser. You got to see your foolishness. You have to see your you have to you have to see who you truly are. See yourself. And when you see yourself, it'll constantly be a reminder that, wow, I really need God. Without God, I just, I don't have it together. I can't do this without God. Like, I need God consistently. Like, you don't understand. A moment without God is me losing my breath. I'm dying slowly without Him. I don't know who this is for, but let this be a reminder. Don't. Don't let your words be your ultimate betrayal. Consistently remain in the Lord. He left the footprints in the sand. Just walk in them. It's that easy. It really, truly is. The gospel is simple. Nothing about it is complicated. So that's all, guys, that I wanted to share with you. I think that... Um, Anytime God is speaking to you and he's telling you something concerning yourself, you should never feel condemned. You should rather feel convicted. God bless you.